babies. Let me do this. Oh, hello. Hello? Oh, you sound like shit. I'll try it now. How about now? Better. Thank you. How do I look? Good. Thanks. Great. Thanks for getting that working. Thanks, Comcast. You had a nice clicking going on the whole time. Did I? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're uh, and you're pretty stuttery. What does it take a little bit for that to warm up down there? Uh, no, th- something's going on with my uh, internet down in the basement in the dungeon. So, you know what? As long as you have Renee, everything should be fine. There she is. See her? I do. Oh. I do. It's oh, nice. It's nice. Lena was down here yesterday. And she goes, "Why is that girl's nipple showing?" I go, "You like that? <laughs> Enjoy it." He's under distress. Just leave her alone. Just leave her alone. Hi, Raymond. How are you? I'm very well. Yourself? I'm good. Uh, welcome to uh, the newest rendition of the Simmind Sports Show, the Monday Monday afternoon uh, Patriots recap. I like it. That's a long. Title. I enjoy it. I like it though. That's a long title. Um, some things to uh, let's start the show. I, what should we call this? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. You're, you're not gonna come. <laughs> oh, oh that was that was a real shot in the dark for me, thinking that you were gonna come up with something there. Hey, I uh, came up with a uh, whack off Wednesday, or what? What did we come up with on Wednesdays? Remember when we had three shows? <laughs> whack off Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, that was a hoot. <laughs> Thanks. That was a winner. Yeah. Um, nope. Today's show, the Simple Mind Sports Show, the Patriots Recap Show. That's pretty. That's pretty bland. Um, uh, we'll be talking about. Uh, Bailey Zappi, show me your Zappi. Second start in a row, uh, showing some showing some motion there moving forward. Uh, both him and uh, the collective pants around New, New England, England. Mm-hmm. showing mm-hmm. some notion, so showing some motion. Uh, the walking nutsack is it possibly growing? Is it growing? The walking nutsack no. that is Matt Patricia, Skinny Ray, and Joe Judge, the offensive heads of uh, the Patriots. They could be getting better. Uh, top five defense question mark? No, no, exclamation point. Exclamation point. Thank you. Uh, Bills, rookie draft class, or the latest draft class is golf club for them. Uh, and well, the last segment, uh, clean it up, clean it up. Yeah. The, the Oscar the Grouch edition of clean it up, old Billy Trash can clean it up. That's how we'll end the show. Um, the Simple Mind Sports Show Patriots recap. Welcome to the show. I don't like it either. We're winging it. We'll get there. Several weeks left. If you're watching on YouTube, um, you're welcome for Ray. What a you're welcome. Look at this dashing gentleman. Ooh, and and he's going back with the Brady jersey. Not dead to him. Things are things are in full motion. He's got Brady on his chest. All took was one secret wedding and ditching old horse face, and he's back. (laughs) He's my quarterback. Always has been. Uh, so you're welcome on YouTube, on iHeartRadio. We are the fastest growing number one New England sports radio show uh, podcast and on iTunes, self-proclaimed number one New England sports podcast. So uh, you're welcome there. Let me give you a little recap of the game there on Sunday, the 1 p.m. start in Cleveland, 38 to 15 win over the Cleveland Browns. Pats are now three and three. 
Uh, give you some stats. Bailey Zappi, three over 300 yards, two touchdowns. Ramon J. Stevenson, 76 yards, two touchdowns. Couple, uh, Hunter Henry hauled one in, and the rookie, Tyquan Thornton, grabbed one. Uh, interceptions coming from the defensive side of the ball. One from Kyle Duggar, one from Jalen Mills. Dietrich Wise was in the face of Brissett all day, pulled in a sack. Uh, you had Mac Wilson and something called Anthony Jennings. Remember him? Speaking mm-hmm. of draft classes, mm-hmm. pulled in a couple half sacks there. Devin Godshaw made an appearance. It was an all-around performance by the Patriots in this game. Uh, just about 400 total yards, 98 rushing, 300 in the yard in the uh, in the air. Um, just an overall pretty fucking good game. They won time. That's what I was looking for. Time of possession, 35 to 24. Uh, over the Browns and that. So the it, Browns never had the ball. They were always going three and out or making a mis- mental mistake. It just it was a sloppy game on their offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it felt like a kind of an old school um, Brady era win from the Patriots. The offense took what was given to them, um, took advantage, got touchdowns when they were in this right pace to get touchdowns. The defense handled their shit when they needed to, and then they let the other team kind of shit down their poopy pants. And, uh, and and take advantage and just extend a lead too big enough for the other team to to really do what they want to do, especially when Jacoby Brissett's your quarterback and you're the Cleveland Browns. You yeah. can't overcome shit like that. Uh, you are still in last place as the New England Patriots at three and three. Uh, record tied with the Miami Dolphins, who have now lost three in a row. Trash organization. Just that you Don't heard worry. it here first. Two is coming back. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine now. Three years ago, you heard it here. That is a trash organization. They will never get out of their own way as long as that scumbag is still an owner. Jets, four and two, a convincing win over the slumping Green Bay Packers. Did Aaron Rodgers get pulled in that game? I don't know. I I think he did. They scored a touchdown in the second half. But yeah, I mean, eventually it was it was certainly at a at a reach for them. Um, the Packers just might stink. And then the Bills got another. <laughs> Big win in Kansas City in a close game. That's two close game wins in a row. That might that might smell trouble. The Bills might be finally breaking through. But as we said this, or you said this three years ago, Josh Allen in those big time games, mental mistake. Did you see that fucking shuffle pass he did? That was a fumble. Yeah. Did you see that sequence? Oh my god! I was thinking of you when I was watching them. Like, oh, here we go. Buffalo was rolling, rolling, rolling. Then he does that, and like, oh, Kansas City's gonna get the ball, go down, score. That's all it is. Yeah, a rare, uh, you know, and Mahomes didn't end up getting the ball back there. And usually he goes down and, and makes something happen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you put that game in prime time. And I mean, it kind December. of was. It was, a, it was a game of the week or whatever they were calling That's it. That's 425. You put uh, it at yeah. 820 in December. It's not going that way. I don't know. The Bills still have something to prove in that spot. But uh, need, but that's neither here nor there. Right now we're in October and the Patriots are in last place. Uh, still at three and three, but climbing with two wins in a row. Uh, let me give you some key uh, sequences to the game. Basically, two drives: the first, the first scoring drive, and then the drive after uh, halftime. Uh, and this was the Zappy Show. It was absolutely the Zappy Show. They let him sling the ball around a little bit. Play action was was cranking, but that second quarter touchdown drive, the first touchdown drive of the game, nine plays, four minutes and twenty five seconds, eighty seven yards. Here are all the first down throws from Bailey Zappi. The first one was to Henry. It was the first down play. Patriots 13-yard line. Pump out to Henry. They got the tight ends working in this game. Love to see it. Uh, 
The next one was another first down play, kind of a deep cross to Myers. He let this happen. Bailey Zalby let this happen all day. They were playing a lot of zone. He let Myers or whoever else cross the field, get behind the linebackers, and then touch through it right to him. Uh, that was a 16, 17-yard play. That was nice. Then you had that bullet to Parker who just fucking snatched it, coming left to right, snatched it out of the air for another first down. Uh, you had a nice screen to Tyquan Thornton who uh, dragged some tacklers, his skinny little fucking twig legs, He's broke fast. some tackles. He's fast. He's fast. Uh, and then on third and 10 from the Browns 30, you had the, dare I say, genius play call from Skinny Ray, that walking nutsack. The, uh, it wasn't quite a draw play. It was just a shotgun handoff to uh, Ramanaman Ding Dong Stevenson. And he did who, the rest. He did the rest. He did the rest. Punched it in for the touchdown. Uh, that made it 10 to 3. You never trailed after that point. You were in control, total control of the game. Uh, but then what clinched it in my eyes, uh, coming out of halftime, what Robert Vine would call a classic zappy touchdown drive after half. Seven plays, three and a half minutes, 75 yards. That started off with the big John o. Smith 53-yard play. Talk about breaking tackles. And then you had a nice touch pass to Hunter Henry down to about the three-yard line. And then you had a beautiful executed play from Bailey Zappi working through his progressions. The third and two? Was that a third and two play? I believe, I believe that was. was the, yeah, it was third down. He found uh, Tyquan Thornton again in the back of the end zone uh, coming left to right on his side. That made it 17-6. to six. The Browns were going for on fourth down, like we talked about last week in stupid NFL plays. They Brissett was falling apart at his at his fingertips. Uh, it it was just never a game uh, at that point, even with the onside kick blunder, which will oh my god get to. <laughs> All right, Raymond, show me your zappy. Twenty four of thirty four, three hundred and nine yards, two touchdowns, no picks. The only rookie quarterback in NFL history to start his career with two games over one hundred passer rating and two wins and whatever else the stat um, uh, nerds compiled there. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I had him for two, three plus four, three plus throws. That Tyquan Thornton touchdown was a plus throw to me. The third, he had there was a nice third down later in the game where he kind of worked out of the pocket and side-armed it to Stevenson for a first down. And then the, the, the first and 15 I talked about um, to Jacoby Myers. So I don't know. You're, you're the Bailey Zappi guy. The only thing I like it. The only thing I like is that he's pulling the ball around. That ball is going to everyone and anyone. John Smith's getting involved. Hunter Henry's getting involved. Tyquan Thornton's getting involved. Aguilar, even though he can't hold on to the ball, gets involved. He is just spreading the ball around. When Mac was here, he would have his targets. Hunter Henry in the red zone. You'd have Myers all the time. And then he'd never had a rapport with anyone else. I mean, even last year, it was just the Myers show. He was just gunning the ball of Myers, Myers, Myers. You know, we only said you had either Hunter Henry or Myers. That's where he's going. This is all you got to lock up. Zappy's dishing this ball all around. And I love seeing that. Whatever happens from here on out, whatever. But at least he's getting everyone involved. Everyone's confidence is going up. And I like it how he's uh, distributing the ball all around to his teammates. And that, that you have to say, is something that Mac hasn't done since he's been here. Oh, I would not. Uh, the revisionist history on Mac Jones and Patriots fans is getting fucking right up my ass. The spreading it around, that's what he did last year. The, to who? Until, right, who did he have to throw to? Nelson Aguilar? You had, he had Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry. He, Devontae Parker wasn't in this team. You know what was playing Devontae Parker's position? Nikhil fucking Harry. He's Ooh, a stellar. So, he's a first round pick, though. Don't worry. He was a, a a healthy scratch for the Chicago Bears this week. Um, that's all you had to throw. Hey, in. Nikhil Harry has this game circled Monday night. 
I'm he's sure. had it circled all. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Uh, the revisionist history on Mac Jones is just ridiculous. You know what I did um, it, it, before I wrote this email while I was writing this up? Because I like the way Zappy gets rid of the ball. I like his release. I talked about this last week. Oh, you uh, talked about it in the text. Everybody's making well. a big deal of his pocket presence, which I think is real as a rookie for sure. But it was hard for me to remember, like, what does what does Mac Jones look like? For some reason, I thought I, I didn't like the way he released the ball. Nope. I went back and watched side to side. The last game he played, which was Baltimore, which many people think that he lost with three picks, but also had a great game. It's probably no, one of his best games. Yeah. Three massive throws to Parker. He had that dime on the sideline to Parker. He had over 300 yards on that game too, correct? Yep. Um, in my eyes, he had one bad interception, two if you count the end zone to <laughs> Devontae Parker, but many are people putting on him. Anyway, that was neither here nor there. I went back and watched him throw. Look, Mac Jones is a better thrower. Plain and simple. That's Go why you're a first-round pick ball. and you went to Alabama. He's like three, four inches taller than him. The dude can zip it in there. It. He's just a better thrower of the football than Bailey Zappi. Um, he's got a better arm. In fact, Phil Perry said the only reason – that uh, Bailey Zappi just is flat out not considered across the league as a starter is because he just doesn't have the arm to do it. Now that's not to say he can't, you know, the Drew Breeses of the world, there are few and far uh, examples, but Drew Brees is one of them, a hall of famer. I think his average pass is 5.4 yards or something like that. Attempt. Yeah. He even not looks very like far because they're both so short under six feet average height. I apologize. Thank you. Come on. Even like getting rid of the ball, they he kind of like rises on its tiptoes and has to get it over the line, which is why oh, you see a lot you of see Trent Brown. This boy's big. <laughs> he fucking scalded into David Andrews back of his head. It was like six one or something. So you're just gonna get that from a quarterback that short. That's why it's a average. Know, it's football. You got to be big. average. Mac that Jones average. six six three. Bailey Zappi, they say six feet. He ain't, he ain't six feet. He ain't six feet. I asked, I just, I asked you this. Can Zappy do the things Mac Jones can do? No. No. I'll, I'll be Thank a realist. I'll be a realist. I'll be a realist. Now I'm you're gonna... backpedaling off this. No, All I'm fucking Sunday. Suck it, Rich. Suck it, Rich. Fuck you, Rich. Suck it, Rich. Zappy, Zappy, Zappy. Show me your Zappy. Show me your Zappy. Ingrid texted me and told me how long you're on the toilet for on Sunday. I don't want that happening again today. And now, and now <laughs> here we are reviewing it. And you know what? Whatever happens, whatever happens, Max good. I know he can't do Max, it, Max. No, I I know he's gonna come back. Max gonna be the starter when he's healthy. When is that? We don't know, but he will be the starter. Bailey's just doing all the right things, and hopefully, this lights a fire under Max's ass, which I said in the last show. Fine, let me tell you what he can't do. He's not even as accurate. Even when you got a guy that that it with, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna yell at you anyway. I'm just gonna fucking yell at you anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna yell at you and go poop. Uh, <laughs> Even as a guy who needs to be accurate and touch throw, which I think Zappy does, he's not as accurate as 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 Mac Jones, or at least not he isn't right now in his second game. Again, I went back and watched that. Mac was fucking diming balls, and like I said to this the last week of the week before, Zappy has yet to make a throw that makes me go, "Holy shit, how to get that in there?" Max yeah. had more than a few of those, especially go back to last year. That Dallas game was a great example. He bought the game was on his shoulders. We've that got back shoulder that touch pass that he has is pretty nasty. Zappy, no, Mac, Mac, yeah. yeah, you know. And if they could ever find that back shoulder connection on, on the regular with 
Parker, that's an yeah. unstoppable play. That's the Aaron Rodgers play. Well, we didn't get him for that. We got him for the 50-50 balls. Which he won. <laughs> you got to give him that was a hell of a catch on Sunday uh, that Zappy <laughs> threw up to him on that third down double cover. Why is he going up for Zappy and not Mac? Controversy. Controversy. Con- Where's the room? Parker's, Parker's on the uh, Joe Judge side of the room. One Zappy <laughs> in there. We'll get there. What else can he do? Um, I, I noticed this. What, I, oh, you asked me what can Zappy do and not Mac can do? I no, Zappy... I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you that. I asked you what uh, can Zappy not do that Mac can do. Oh, okay. I don't think, as much as I was impressed with the way Zappy went through his progressions and he made a couple good plays, um, again, I went back and looked. Mac's making, Mac is reading the defense before the ball is snapped and knows where the ball should go. I think Zappy has been told what to do. Here's your progressions. Here you go. And he's not no. calling audibles at the line. He has yet to call an audible at the line. And that there was one play they tried to run a fake double reverse with Tyquan Thornton that got blown the fuck up. And you could see it. Like there is still five or six seconds like on the play clock. And the Cleveland brought everybody to the line. They were they knew coming. What happen. They knew what was gonna happen. You could you almost saw Zappy hesitate with the snap. Like, oh, this isn't gonna work, but I don't <laughs> I have gotta, it. I have I nothing have I can do about it. So <laughs> hike (laughs) like that's i think that's the type of shit now whether that's because he can't do it or he's a rookie or he's being managed the same way mac was last year i don't know that's probably yet to be seen i like the kid i i think that it you know there his ceiling is lower than mac jones's and when you're talking about a franchise quarterback i think you have to move forward with mac jones like this is the other thing he's this is not a bledsoe brady situation this is Mac Jones is not Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe was something like three and fifteen before Brady took over, and and I think that was a Bedard or someone someone stat I read that from. He was three and fifteen in the eighteen games before Brady took over. Belichick was sick of him. Um, the fan base was getting sick of him. Not me and Bill, but most of most of you were. He stunk. And Brady had been outplaying him from the summer before. So this is not apples to apples. It's not the same situation. Good for Zappy. Um, I like him. I like the kid. He's probably the perfect Brian Hoyer replacement in terms of maybe a career backup. Um, no, no. Some team will offer the Patriots some stupid deal. To get yeah, him. like the Browns were <clears throat> where, where Hoyer went there and made all of his, you know, Hoyer made like $40 million in his, as a in back- his career or something yeah. as yeah. a backup. Yeah. And he's 16 and 31 as a starter. Like, no, you know, you can see some stupid franchise making a stupid deal to get uh, Bailey Zappi on their team. Yeah. You're going to have enough game tape after this and be like, yep, here we go. Someone's going to offer like a second round pick for him. More importantly, uh, can Mac do what Zappy's doing? Yes, and I think that's what... not everything. Go ahead. I think he can scramble. Zappy can scramble better than Mac can. He has he's quicker, and you've seen that a few times where the defense rushes and Mac doesn't have the wheels that Zappy has. That's the only thing. That's the only thing I think that Zappy has an edge on. I don't even think you're right. Mac scrambled for a touchdown in that Baltimore game. We saw I saw we saw Zappy on a bootleg get dragged down before he could get, reach the first down. I don't think he's as fast. He just looks faster because he's got little legs like you. When you start <clears throat> you start scurrying around the field and then your feet are moving a million miles a second, but your body is just kind of slogging along. Well, that's a big belly to throw around yeah. nowadays. Yeah, I mean, well, Jesus Christ. He's got a big Billy's got a big zappy that he's dragging along and mm-hmm. I don't think he's as fast as Mac. At best it's it's maybe a, a I'm not gonna look at there 40 times. 
I would give you, I'd give you a plus in the way Bailey Zappi has been moving around the pocket at least this season. There have been times where Mac Jones looked like he was a chicken with his head cut off at times in that pocket. And uh, that's not good. I'll give you one. I'll give you an example of Zappi doing it, though. That intentional grounding that caused Nick Folk to lose his to lose his record breaking streak. He turned his back. You're calling that Bailey Zappi's the reason why he missed that field goal. They lost him 16 yards on that intentional grounding play because he turned his back in the pocket. And it was going to happen eventually. Like fucking top. It was, was going to happen eventually. Didn't How have to happen you? then. Didn't have to happen then. Didn't have to happen. Not in Cleveland. You're telling me right now you give you give Folk 16 yards in Cleveland. He's not punching that son of a bitch through. Nope. He's gonna miss it. It was was inevitable. He was gonna miss (laughs) it. Fine. Fine. Uh, I just hope Zappy can bounce back from that. What if what if Folk just goes on a I guess he made the next one. Never mind. We have a racist kicker, don't we, on the practice squad? He's gone. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, last thing on this quarterback, uh, controversy, I guess I just made that point. I think here's my question. I have a question for you. May I? Okay. Why does it seem like the offense is playing better for Bailey and not Mac? Oh, we'll get there. I believe that has something to do with the growing nutsack. Okay. That has something to do with the growing nutsack, but in that same, in that same vein, does, with Mac Jones sitting on the sideline, seeing the offense work, seeing Zappy have success, does that nudge him, motivate him, push him to get just fall in line under the coaches, under under the new offense? Um, because it's it's not even rumors now; it's reported that he was giving a lot of pushback about the coaching, about the scheme, about the injury, about everything. He was just basically being a pain in the ass, um, depending on who you read and listen to. With this success by his uh, underling, does that motivate him to fall in line? And do you think that uh, if that's the case and they can run the same offense with Mac Jones at the running with Bailey Zappi, you would think, seeing as we've both agreed, Mac Jones is better, that they could have as much success, if not more, uh, if everybody just gets insane. If he falls in line, yes. Like Zappi is with the guys, with the coaches. If he falls in line, but what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? So is there a con- if he doesn't? What's the locker room? What do you think the locker room's at? So let's. I'll give you two. Uh, I'll give you the only scenario in which there's. I believe there's a contra- quarterback controversy. If he goes out, Mac Jones goes out and still looks to struggle with the new offense and stinks um, in a similar fashion like he has the first three games. Worst rated quarterback in the NFL. You have to. You have to say at that point there's a quarterback controversy, mm-hmm. right? Is there one now though? Like right now, as we speak. So you just said Mac Jones is the worst rated quarterback in the NFL right now. Statistically. We're and, close to it. I don't know. And, that was two weeks ago. I don't and know do you know who is number one right now? With a minimum of 70 pass attempts, it's Bailey Zappi. Tom Brady. No, no it's Bailey Zappi. So, I mean, you look at it, there could be a car. If he comes back and still looks like shit and the offense is just falling apart with him at behind center, yes, there will be a quarterback controversy for sure. Okay, but we're in agreement that if he's ready to go, and people are now it's he's expected to play in Chicago Monday Close night. Up. Yeah, he is. Phil Perry said on Sunday that he looked like he was still in a lot of pain. He couldn't even put weight on his foot still. Phil Perry said after the game they expect him to play on in Chicago. And I'm expected to lose weight per my doctor's orders, and that's not going to happen either. So, boom. 
<laughs> he's expected to play Chicago. Why? Like, uh, he traveled with them this week. Man, you're saying I've heard two rumors to either motivate him to stop being an asshole to show you how the whole operation works. And uh, we went out there and put up 38 points and got a win. And also to get back into the game reps. This is, you know, this get back into your into the rhythm uh, and the like rhythm the and the scheme. Schedule. Of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was out there practicing all week. He was in pads all week. Yes, they said he was limited. Yes, they said he wasn't moving around very good. I listened to Zoe on the pregame. He said he could barely move up and down the field. Yeah. Um, but it's my, from everybody else, from everything I've listened to, everyone's f- pretty much expecting Mac Jones to play against Chicago. Want to do a friendly wager, a beer the next time we see each other. Okay. Mac I mean, doesn't, I, I don't, Mac doesn't play against Chicago. I don't know if he's going to play against, it's not my point. Like my point, is, I mean, my point was going to be until you derailed me, whether it's Chicago or the Jets. Do you think he's going to play against the Jets? No, you don't think he's going to play till December or something. You think Zappy's just taking the job? <laughs> I just don't think he's healthy enough right now. This Whether is, it's Chicago or the... Six or eight-week injury. I mean, no way he's going to make it. Go ahead. Whether it's Chicago or the Jets, I don't think it's going to be another three weeks to Indy. Chicago or the Jets in the next two weeks, What's how short is the leash? Oof. How short's the leash in those games? Two games. I give him two games. If he looks like shit two games, done. And do you think they bench him outright or they fake an injury for him? They fake the ankle injury for him? I think they fake an injury for him. Depending on if he's still being a little diva behind the scenes, calling out the offense and saying it's not working and the scheme's not working. It all depends on how he takes the whole thing. Your best case scenario is he falls in line and looks good because Bailey Zappi is telling you right now, I'm just, I'm still, I still don't believe the number one rated quarterback in the NFL is good enough to uh, to get you through the gauntlet at the end of the season and into the playoffs. Oh, no, that Buffalo, the end of this, we're looking at the end of the schedule. It's like a death match for the Patriots. If they don't, they could lose six in a row. Yep. Yep, so. they could. Uh, quick break. We'll talk about the growing nutsack. Not mine. You never do know what's around a bit. I don't know how much How much more do you have? You're gonna have to get custom made pants. I know. Like a fupa and a and a sack sack. Yeah. I might have to call Frank the Tank ask him who his tailor is. <laughs> those those are some u- uniquely shaped pantalones. <laughs> And they're high waters all the time, too. I mean, I, th- yeah, they kind of have to be, right? Like, you got a huge fupa. I don't know what he has. I'm not, I don't know what he's working downstairs with, but he's got he a probably huge hasn't fupa. seen it in quite a long time. Probably not just in the mirror, just in the mirror. Yeah. Um, I don't like there's got to the physics probably get in the way when you talk about making fabric that wide and also that long. Yeah. Like, now you got to go. Now you got to go to like a boat manufacturer, whoever makes the sails. I guess oh, they're talking about, or the wrapping of the boat, like winterizing it, that kind of thing, maybe because you want you don't want anything to rip. I think um, men and women of that size, they should really be investing in stretchy material, spandex. A lot of the jeans now are stretchy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but do you? But they're kind of hip. That, like how many? Like how many of those like hip stretchy jean manufacturers are making them for the uh, triple 
the large, the large uh, audience. Six time X, X wastes. Yeah, he also has the how stretchy can you go? I mean, when you're going six X, I mean that's pretty fucking stretchy. What do you think? Like, what's the? I don't. I don't know if it's by weight. It's gonna be by gut ratio. Fupa. The fupas apps might wait. When do you start wearing the waist and belt above the belly, like button. the belly button? Because there's too much, there's too much to go under, right? Like mm-hmm. I got a gut, but my belt goes under it, and like when I sit down, there's a little pouch right here. Yeah, like oh, yeah, me too. But at some point, it's <laughs> I gotta gotta lose the pouch. At some point, like you get so big. The pouch is just everywhere, so the jean, the pants have to come over it, right? So you can just or else the, it the, all. yeah, because the pants are just gonna. And then, like, and then the backside, you just start dropping trout because it just can't keep. Or up. you wear no, you wear suspenders. Well, yes, they don't make belts that size unless yes. you know, like now you're talking about reins for a fucking bull. Mm-hmm. So then you go the suspender route, and that so you're then asking what's definitely the above the belly. So like when, like what's the cutoff? How big does your massive gut and fupa have to be where you go suspenders and your your pants are up near your, your belly button? I think it's, it's the official term is when you have a dinky do. <laughs> when your stomach sticks out more than your dinky do is when you have to go that route. See, but that's variable too. Because what if what if you have a micro penis or just a little one, just a real little guy? Or you got an abnormally uh, big fupa that's kind of round. But if you move. if you can put your shin down, you can still see your dick. I mean, I think that's fine. That's 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 how you do it. Is that, is that a doctor? That's your doctor's definition of decent health. Yeah. All right, if stand you... up, Raymond. Let me see. Put your chin down. I can see my dick. I can see your dick. Look at that. Right there. Close your eyes and touch your dick. Boom. Which is good because my nuts are so big that my dick perks perches up on it. So no there matter what, I know where it's going to be at all times. Yeah, a little bird bath. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nutsacks, the growing walking nutsack of Matt Patricia and uh, Joe Judge, your two-headed uh, monster of the offense. I'll tell you right now, Bailey Zappi is the best thing to happen in that offense and Skinny Ray. They had to dumb that shit down, cut out the 50-50 balls, go back to what was working with Mac Jones last year. It seems like seems like there's a lot of similar plays from McDaniel's oh, yeah. offense. Those end around the the Tyquan Thornton end around. Um, you know, they're getting more creative with it. The tight ends are getting back into back into the form. Uh, and then play action. Play action has been massive, 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 massive. And it was a fact, statistically, the first three weeks of the season, the Patriots were bottom five, if not the the. I think they were least. the worst, 31, I think, at least. Yeah, the, the least used play action, yeah. um, which, again, is another Mac Jones strength. It looked like they were doing everything opposite of what was the strength of Mac Jones. He goes down. Now they go to the rookie. They dumb it down for him. They put everything in place for him. And now you're talking about the strengths of Mac Jones, uh, similar to the strengths of Zappi. Uh, offensive line gets their footing. Is it almost like a slap in the face to Mac Jones, though? Yes. Like, don't like you not blame like him for being a little like pissed? Talking like, shit about this on the offseason. You know, you didn't like our offense. Watch this. We're going to give this rookie everything and anything, all the tools he needs to go out there and flourish. And while you're, you're going to look like a schmuck, and now it's zappy fever all over New England. It's a slap in the face for like the fans and everyone that followed it, too, because you've you're falling for it you're pissed at mac jones Foul just go looking yes. at the play calling they had for this kid they're making him throw the ball down the field 
on third and ones, like it, it, none of it made sense. It, it definitely seems more cohesive. Like they're, they, they've identified an identity and they're sticking to it. Um, and a lot of that I believe had to do with Bailey Zappi. My question is, have they learned? And when Mac comes back, do they stick to that? Do they stick to what's working or do they try and, um, go back to some of the other dumb shit that wasn't working? I think it has uh, to be on both. I think it has to be from both parties. I think the offensive coordinator obviously has to buy in that Mac Jones can handle it. And Mac Jones has to buy into the offensive coordinator's philosophy. So I think it's both. It's going to be like a, a married couple. Are you going to meet in the middle? Let's find out. Compromise. Yeah. Who's the counselor in that situation? Bill. Bill? Yeah. How much do you think Belichick has to do has had to do with um the offense kind of finding its way? I think he's uh, brought in some whoppers to coerce uh, Skinny Ray onto what to do with this Bailey Zappi project. Yeah, my my answer is a lot. I think a lot. <laughs> well, you bring in whoppers, of course, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, easy. He's speaking <laughs> of dicks and keep it down, keep it down, Doctor Big Mac. I. But the uh, oh, also, did you hear? Uh, there's now there's scuttlebutt that uh, Joe Judge is. Uh, kind of pushing for Zappy as quarterback, and then may have been reason bit, why Mac was uh, held out and could be held out an extra week or a little bit longer because yeah. Joe Judge likes Zappy. Okay. There's still there's as much as the walking nutsack has improved and their offenses look better here in the last couple few still weeks against garbage competition. There's still nutsacks. Mm-hmm. There's still a chance that Joe Judge, the guy that ran two quarterback sneaks with Daniel uh, Daniel Jones of the Giants. Who are now five and one with a new coach. That guy, Joe Judge, that failed fucking walking nutsack, still could undermine you and this team uh, moving crazy. forward. Never fucking crazy. Don't forget that. Don't forget I that. I won't forget that. Patricia has gained a little bit of respect. A little bit. Like a little bit. Like what? Well, this is why I think he failed in Detroit. Same way McDaniel's failing at Denver. They both went to new places and tried to be Belichick in in Vegas. Um, that's Derek Hall's Derek Carr's fault. <clears throat> they both tried to be Belichick. They just both tried to be asshole dictators and were not true to their own personalities and um, were probably not as good of coaches as they seemed because they had Belichick behind them as coordinators. Um, but I think Joe Judge failed. Because he's a fucking tool bag who doesn't really know what he's doing. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He was a special teams coach. I was gonna say Patriots. that he's a special teams coach coming he, over to. He was what a D three quarterback, D two quarterback, yeah, big whoop. And you're in the New York media, and they're gonna tear you apart when you fucking fail like you were with Saquon Barkley and all that you had around you. There's a difference between his hardo mentality, which I think is his own, and Matt Patricia and McDaniel's trying to. Uh, emulate Belichick because we've seen their personalities. They're different. Yeah. Joe judge is just a blockhead hardo mm-hmm. through and through Belichick aside. So that's the difference there. I, I think Patricia, like he's a barstool guy. Like we, you've seen him talk with Portnoy. Like he's just, I think that he has his own personality that maybe he's learning to just be Which himself and nothing and like us... Belichick. Right. So maybe, maybe he has a chance of being successful uh, if he can do that and if he actually is a decent football coach, which is probably yet to be seen. So, I don't know. That's my only Hopefully point. I think Patricia's moved up a little bit. 
Hopefully, we never see Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. you, you, it's kind of where I'm going with that. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Tyquan Thornton? Boy's fast. Boy's very fast. Muy looks like fast a good, Looks like a good pickup in the second round. He sure does. He sure does. I like to get to the draft <laughs> picks, but before that, take a quick break, and we'll talk about the defense. Okay. Did I miss anything? No, you just had something about the uh, Heckman Thornton where you put him on the depth chart now. Ooh, where do you put him on the depth chart? Three. Go on. Uh, you got Myers, who I think is your number one. Parker, who is your number two. And then I go Thornton. I don't think Aguilar has shown anything this year. Bourne's now hurt. Uh, little, jo- <clears throat> little George Lil. Humphrey. Yeah, probably squad guy. Mm, whatever. But, yeah, I think Taekwon, with that speed, you got to you gotta look at uh, Jamar Chase. Look at uh, – Tyreek uh, Ty- 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 Hill. Those guys are fast. You can make plays for them with wide receiver screens, stuff like that. Put them on the field, see what something happened. Yeah, I agree. And Patricia did come out in the office, did come out and said they were trying to become more explosive as an offense. And I think you can also chalk those first couple weeks up to that. Like, <laughs> they've never coached offense before. They're trying to – they were trying to get away from what made them successful for 20 years, which is just – Take what the defense gives you. Yeah, they're trying to force the ball down the field with the quarterback who's not at strength. I just I think you combine all of that stuff, inexperience at the coaching level, trying to change not only the entire system but the whole philosophy with a guy that doesn't want to do it because he's not good at it. And yeah. hopefully, hopefully, Zappy has snapped them all back in, into the right place in the right headspace. Just let's just stick with what's worked for like ever, right? Uh, all right, let's talk about that defense. They hold Nick Chubb to uh, 56 yards on 12 carries, four and a half yards per. Uh, they picked up two picks off the middling Jacoby Brissett. Talk about a, a, a lifetime backup. That guy just love you, man, but uh, you can should I not be you, starting. Can, speaking of that, can I ask a question? When the uh, massage enthusiast comes back and Deshaun Watson, do you think that offense is going to take a step in the right direction, or do you think it's just a yes? Do you think so? Jacoby Brissett stinks. Oh, who is he have for wide receivers? Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Peoples Jones. Anjoku. Mm. Nick Chubb behind him. Mm. Kamar Hunt. They are loaded. They got a better roster than the Patriots. They're loaded. They mm. they should be much better than they are, but they're Cleveland, so that's all going to get in the way. But Deshaun Watson over Jacoby Brissett. No, I understand. I, oh, I know. No, I know that. I'm just saying, do you think this offense is going to be even better with Deshaun Watson coming back? Fucking yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. yes. Don't yell. I mean, two years out of football, he might he's probably gonna have to shake a little rust off like he shook his dong at those twenty-five poor women. But and another one just came out. There you go. Um see that? R.I.P. Jack Jack Easterby in Cleveland. Hold on. I lost you. I'm fat. Praise the Lord, yep. Jack Easterby. Uh Jack yep. Easterby, uh, we are with you in your spirit and guidance. Shalom. <laughs> um Yes, of course. Yes, they're going to be better. Jacoby Brissett stinks. Okay. Um, that's why the defense looked pretty good. Or maybe the defense is just good. Kyle Duggar, best player on the field. He got six tackles, two pass breakups, one pick, one pretty bad blown coverage. But it looked like he was all over the field laying people out on some of those hits. Um, best player on the field for you? Nope. Okay. Ma- let me Matthews. go on. Okay. 
Oh, Matthew Judah, I don't know about that. How about your boy Dietrich Wise? Talk about the front seven. Three tackles, a sack. He was in the backfield all day. Uh, their whole front seven was Mac Wilson had some monster hits. Uh, chased down, I think he had a sack. Former too. team. It's former team. He was going former team. Anthony Jennings. Oh, by the way, uh, what the hell was the announcer's name? Ken uh Kevin uh Kevin Nalen. Uh, uh, Harlan. Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan, yeah. That guy can't pronounce that guy belongs on this show. He can't pronounce a single name. He called it's not, Anthony it's not Jennings. hockey, my friend. Antony Jennings or something. Yeah. Uh Tavai, he called Tavy. Like every every guy that wasn't You don't zappy. do words good. You don't do words. Thank good. God, Zappy. Thank God he didn't do the Green Bay game. Zappy coming in, he didn't have to learn it. He's no. he sucks. Zappy. Uh, Zappy. Uh, yeah, Zappy. Uh, Zappy. I don't know. God Chow actually got a sack. He was in there. Uh Carl Davis had that penalty, but um many are saying he had his best game as a Patriot. Um and Judon was in the didn't back. He have a pick? Didn't he have a thick pick or a fumble recovery, Carl Davis? No. Okay. Um maybe he didn't. No. Didn't they call that they called that a uh incomplete? Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, and Judon continues to be a beast. He was getting doubled a lot this game, I think, which opened that's up. That's what I would. That's people. why I thought he was the star of the game because he was getting the double teams. He was doing the stuff that doesn't go on the stat sheet and helping his teammates get the clear, clearly into Jacoby Brissett, which was all day, all day. Um, yeah, that front seven was. You silence that motherfucking phone. <laughs> Sorry, apologies. That front seven was uh, nasty, which helped their secondary. Um, because I still think that's the weakness of the team. But Jack Jones, your boy, Jack Jones, give me the assholes. Uh, all day, give me an asshole all day. <laughs> airtight when he was on Cooper. The t- touchdown on Cooper was not on Jack Jones; it was on Marcus Jones. But every time they threw to him and Jack Jones was on him, nay nay, gave him the finger, gave the finger to the crowd. That guy's got moxie. We like him. Love two it. two pass breakups in that game. Uh, Marcus Jones should have had the pick. On that deep ball, he had his knee down, but they, they refused to look at it. But then they punted to him. He gained 16 yards on the punt, increased the field position anyway. Full-time returner. Um, good game for Marcus Jones. Was pretty good in secondary. Did get beat on that touchdown, but a fucking hell of a catch by Cooper. Oh, yeah. Hell of a catch by Cooper on that. Um, He's a rookie going up against a number one like that. Yeah, and they missed that OPI, that fourth and two at Cooper. Another great catch. call OPI on the offense. Never. But you could see he was in the air and you could see him move backwards. Like, yeah, that's not how that shit works. But they don't but yeah, care. They're, they're, they're don't never going to call that. And he still almost made the play. Yeah. He is little, though. Average. Like, no, not average. Little. Like his pads make him look like he should be playing peewee. He's got, he's got like the head, the helmet's too big for his body. Damn it. <laughs> the head, no helmet will ever be too big for your body. Mm hmm. Jalen Mills in the secondary, I think, still continues to get picked on. I will. This is going to be all season for me. Raymond, talk to me at the deadline. That's your number one. If you want to be a contender, you want to be an actual contender. Mac Jones can come back and be a top 10 quarterback. If you can go find your Aqib Tlaib, like you've done a couple times under Belichick's era, and get yourself a real number one cornerback and slot these all these guys down one peg, now you're talking about a defense because Jalen Mills is not a number one. No, he just doesn't. I like him, no. but he just doesn't have what it takes. He's a to... safety. He's a he's a natural safety. You yep. could, he's the McCordy uh, when McCordy retires after this year. That's where he's going to go. That's where you throw him. 
New nickname for uh, J- Jonathan Jones, Sound of Silence. That guy is on the field a lot, and we don't hear his name because he is locking up. Because no one throws to him. Yeah. No one throws to him, but it's because he slotted correctly. Number two, number three corner. Yeah. He's probably a little bit better than that, but not quite a number one. So perfect, perfect spot for him. Absolutely. Still the weakest point, though. I think uh, you saw it against the Ravens. Starting to get picked apart. You saw it. You saw it against Aaron Rodgers in the second half of that Green Bay game. If you start to get wide receivers with some skill and a quarterback that knows how to how to throw read a defense and read a defense. And read a defense. I had this thought today. My point is the secondaries, I still think you're probably your weakest point. Maybe on the entire team. But I had this thought today. No. They're talking I'll, about I'll talk about uh, how good is the Patriots defense, top five, top ten. What you know, what it, my point was, what does it matter? Like if you play the Bills and the Chiefs. No defense is really stopping them. So your offense has to be good enough to just keep up. Mm-hmm. It's the NFL in 2022. you got to be able to score 30 points. When defense does not win championships points. anymore in this league. No, I think they're a big, I think they're a big part of it. I mean, if the Bills had a no, sack but you need a defense, better. they would have went to the AFC Championship. 13 seconds to go 60, some 69 yards for the Chiefs nice. in that nice. game nice. to kick that field goal. Like That's no defense. There was no defense played in that divisional game against the Chiefs and the Bills. I think you need a little bit. But my point is, like, if you're a number one defense against Mahomes or the Bills, it doesn't, that's not going to really translate. You still need to be able to put up 30 points. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know what that says about the Patriots. I think they're good. I think they're at least the top 10. I think if they make one move, they could be a top five. Uh, But I still don't know if your offense can't figure the shit out consistently then you're not going anywhere yeah as long as you're off the field and give them breaks you know you're not going three and out with your offense give the break and then you're fine but if you are constantly on the field you're going to be fucked you're going to be tired you're going to get a big plays. you're going to get torched for over 300 yards and that's going to suck afternoon delight and we'll talk about the draft classes sky rockets in flight Woo! afternoon delight Whoop. you guys have it i think huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Uh, in the edit room, identify mm-hmm. it under the yeah. wave file. Yeah. That's uh, helps bill out, bill out for editing. Yep. Thanks, Bill. Uh, 2022 Bill's draft class, Belichick's draft class, and is Not for 2022. Queen. Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, Bailey Zappi, Cole Strains, Tyquan Thornton, all impact starters. That's five on for the five team right there, five right now. Pretty good. The rest of that draft class, uh, you got two running backs, Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong, both dressed uh, against the Browns. Both got a carry. I think Kevin Harris got two carries. I think so, yes. Here's the deal with running backs and the Patriots. They don't make an impact until the second year. You're seeing that with Ramondre Stevenson. Um, Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong are going to be right there with Stevenson next year. Um, They're probably going to, Pierre Strong is probably going to be your third down back. Kevin Harris is going to take over the Damian Harris role, and uh, you're going to have impact from these guys next season, if not this season. Yeah, agreed. Seven for seven. You even had the sixth-round defensive tackle, Sam Roberts, who picked up a tackle in this game as part of that front seven domination. And sixth-round offensive lineman, Jason Hines, is a backup lineman um, that's dressing every game. The only guy that's not on the uh, active roster is Hurt, another uh, the seventh round offensive lineman pick. So you're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'll call it eight for eight 
all it's very rare you make eight draft picks and all those guys are uh, on the active roster never mind playing never mind making impacts like the joneses the zappies the strange the thor every one of them those guys is the reason why they've won the last few weeks so absolutely this is this is i'll give you a couple more <laughs> and, I'll, and i'll let you go because i know you're getting a zappy over this ray you've been making this point all week uh 2021 last year's draft class they made six picks uh three of them are uh, major contributors on this team mac jones of course uh, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, quickly rising the charts as one of the best running backs in the league, and Christian Barmore, who is rising the charts as one of the best defensive tackles, uh, defensive linemen in this league, despite the injury uh, this week. Bill's draft class, is he back? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, last year, I mean, Mac Jones, you got your quarterstone franchise quarterback. You got a Christian Barmore, who is now, you know, going up the ranks on the defensive side. Ramondre Stevens is going to be your number one running back from years on out, from here on out until he, his rookie deal runs out. But then this rookie class, 2022, I mean, Jesus Christ. Jack, that secondary looks great with Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, uh, Bailey Zappi. I mean, that's a shot in the dark. You didn't see that coming. No one saw that coming. Cole Strange, everyone laughed at you. Look at you now. You know, you got a Pro Bowl guard right there. Tyquan Thornton, boys fast. And then the running backs, yeah, like you said, you can plug and play. We are we we make running backs around here, so I think it's a great job. And I think Bill is back. I mean, two great drafts right in a row after Tom Brady leaves. So the twenty twenty one, what wasn't the year after Brady left? Well, twenty twenty is the year Brady left. I mean, twenty giving that a little twenty nineteen twenty twenty were pretty bad. Well, twenty twenty. I mean, I think that was Bill being like, "Oh fuck." I can do this without Brady. And then he took a step in the mirror and was like, I can't. I have to go out and address this. I have to be better. And 2021, he put his shoes on correctly. He tied them, or probably in his case, Velcroed them very tightly and fucking put his hat on and drafted his ass off. Not a boy. Um, we know 2021 was the year that supposedly Kraft um, yelled at not him. intervened, but uh, strongly suggested that uh, Bill get a little help in the draft room. Um, with uh, um, what the fuck's his name in Vegas now? Ziegler. Yeah. Uh, that led to the Mac Jones, which many speculate Bill Belichick did not want to draft Mac Jones. Thank um, God he did because I couldn't do another year with Cam Newton. Do you think that that had a trickle down effect? Do you think that there are still uh, people in the organization that have more power or more say? The scouts, the scout team, the scout um, department when it comes to that 2022 draft or do you think it reverted 100% back to Bill Belichick? No, I think he had help. I think Definitely. he didn't have, it wasn't 100% Bill. I think he's listening to more of his own people instead of the outside noise, like a Herm Edwards when he told him, yeah, Nikhil Harry's a real deal. Go get him in the first round. I think he's actually listening to his inside guys, the guys that are getting paid to scout these guys that is going to work on this team instead of all his friends on the outside. I think they might even have a situation where Bill gets one, round and they get another the round rest. of this round. I felt that when they made the picks like Cole Strange in the first round, that's a Belichick pick. Yeah. That's a Belichick pick. Then Tyquan Thornton in the second round, I don't know. You that's can, not a Bill pick. Doesn't feel like him. Uh then you got Jack Jones, Marcus Jones. I don't know. Like Jack it, Jones, it, yes. Marcus Jones, no. Right. It, it felt kind asshole, of asshole. Yeah. Take him. It felt kind of um not dysfunctional, but disjointed in terms of like the flow of what a normal pages draft would go like yeah. uh bailey zappy fourth round bill 
Uh, I got this rookie quarterback that thinks he's the fucking cat's meow. Let's bring in another kid and push his push his buttons a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, and then the two running backs. That's a belt. That's a Belichick standard move. So, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like certainly there was a little bit more um, of a different feel, uh-huh. similar to 2021. Either way, whatever they're doing, keep it up. Yeah, do it again in 2023, especially <laughs> with all that draft ca- uh, the uh, cap room that we're gonna have. Fuck yeah! If you have another banger of a draft class, plus you have all that money in free agency. You could set yourself up pretty nice. As long as, how did you put it? Um, your franchise cornerstone quarterback, Mac mm-hmm. Jones? Is that mm-hmm. how you just described him? Yeah. You, not want... Bailey Zappi, right? No. I was, talking about, I was talking about Mac Jones. Got it, got it, got it. Got hey, it. I might be stupid and slow, but I know what is what, okay? You no, know, you know, no, what aggravates me is the Dr. Big Mac on uh, the Sundays? show is a different Dr. Big Mac than the text chain. Dr. Big Mac on the show is a meek, uh, logical-headed, uh, quiet assassin. Uh, on the text chain, you're a cunt. <laughs> you make me poop. Um, all right. Oscar, let's clean up the trash to end the show here. Okay. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at Bill. There's two big trash cans on this uh, cleanup. I I count three. I'm talking about players. Oh, okay. Um, here's my number one. Uh, here's my number one cleanup move, and this is not just this game. This is going on two seasons, three seasons. Um, the penalties, twelve penalties, ninety-two yards, ninety. I think eight of them were on the offense. That is not Belichick-esque. That is not Belichick-esque. How many of them were pre-snap? Fal- the false start, I think they were on a silent count um, uh, to start the game, and the false starts, back-to-back false starts from your fucking dim-witted tackles, Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn. Um, I don't know. Has there been a penalty on the, the guards or Andrews as a winner? I think Cole Strange has one. Maybe we could look that may, up. It might be a holding. It might not even be a false start. I think it was a holding call. Yeah, I can't remember the inside he only of that has line. one penalty this whole season. The fucking tackles. The fucking tackles. Um, so uh, so uh, let's just move ahead. Isaiah Wynn, that's your other trash cleanup. Just mm. just shovel him with a with a shovel. Put him in your recycle bin and send him to Cleveland. Leave, just leave him in Cleveland. Get him a bobcat. Get a bobcat and fucking pick him up and just fucking... See you later. Peace out. Yep. Throw him in the Charles. Get just get him the fuck out of here. Yep. Hey. I 100% agree with that. His first penalty was the false start in the red zone that um He's pulled. a drive killer. He's a drive killer. Yeah, but it didn't even kill that drive cuz if Hunter Henry could keep his feet, Zappy still would have had that touchdown in the back of the end zone. Um but that was that was Isaiah Wynn's first penalty and then got blown up by um, Miles who's, the, who's, who's the who's uh, di- the big D end? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Thank you. Um, that was the fumble, right? So uh, you got old ass Marcus fucking Cannon that's playing better than Isaiah Wynn. 
major trash pile. Which just, which Bill made fun of me for that. He's like, "Oh, you got Marcus Cannon. I'll take Marcus Cannon over Isaiah Wynn right now." Absolutely. He's playing better than them. What they do though with Marcus Cannon a lot is they they add another tight end. So if you want to do the three wide receiver personnel, it's hard to do that. They're not giving Isaiah Wynn help, which he needs, and they give Cannon help, so it makes him look better. But I'd still take him over Isaiah Wynn. He's not false start. <laughs> He's not a walking false start yeah. or a holding. Uh, those are the two items, and then special teams. Jesus Christ. Can we fire this Cam Accord? So can they I stop you? Can dang. I stop you? Because you're two different person. No, you're the same person. On the show, you're a cunt, and then on the text exchange, you're a cunt. Because all I said last time was Jake Bailey was an MVP, and every time he has a bad punt, all I get from you is, oh, MVP Bailey over here. Look at MVP. Nice net kick of 20 yards. I'm sorry. I thought he was great. I made a mistake. I'm here apologizing to you on air. I'm sorry. I fucked up. Jake Bailey is not an MVP. No shit, you fucking dumbass. Jake Bailey sucks. Jake Bailey fucking stinks. 35-yard punt, 45-yard punt. The only good punt of the day was his 45. You went to the Cleveland 13. Um, just that was a buff kick, wasn't it? Bounce. Yeah. 43-yard yeah. punt after a delay of game. Their special team stinks. Jake Bailey stinks. Um, the piss-poor coverage on the punts continues. And then shall we talk about the onside kick debacle? Jesus what, what Christ. Was that? They were all scrambling. like They knew it was coming, and they just didn't know how to react to it. Uh, I'll put a little bit on that Belichick. Can we get a timeout there? Can we get a time up there? You're up two scores. You can't use one of your timeouts in the four, four minutes, quarter. six minutes left yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, how are you not prepared for that? Mm. Bad luck. How are you not prepared? You know who would be? Who? Joe Judge. <laughs> special teams are good with Joe Judge. Maybe he should be a uh, consultant for the special teams. Just he is special. I mean, Just a lot of people him. have hats on the, the, the wear multiple hats on that team. Give him a consultant hat for the special teams. Well, he's very busy with the quarterback room. Very busy. Yeah, he's got very what two busy. two people in there right now with Bailey and uh, what's that kid's name? Garrett. Oh, Gil- Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey and uh, half brain Hoyer. Yeah. Um. No, well, yeah, he's he's busy uh, stirring the uh, quarterback controversy under Bill's fupa. Mm. He's just trying to trying to get Zappy in there so he can have full control. I like it. All right, this has been the Silvermine Sports Show Patriots Recap Monday. We'll uh, brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. We'll workshop that one. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask Bobby. Because we can't do it next Monday because they play Monday night. So now it's going to be Tuesday. So we can't do Monday recap. Well, people would get the idea. Do you think so? Unclear. See you on Friday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How much is Jake Bailey getting paid? Too much. I think it's like two million bucks. I think it's like six. What? Hold on. Please hold. MVP contract. Nope, Jake Bailey doesn't pop up. Hold on. Oh, you're closer than I was. This year is 2.2, 3.4, 3737. 3. Dead cap is six. So they can't cut him. You can't cut him. <laughs> you can't cut him. <laughs>